everyone, my name is Diana Castro and you're watching Leaders with a Mission. And today I have someone super nice that I would love for you to meet. Her name is Emily Suvi. Emily is the founder and CEO of Miami Women Who Rock. She's a speaker, an author, a coach, and a CMO of Biz Media, a brand and marketing boutique agency. Emily was one of the first Hispanic women to infiltrate Wall Street where she trained MBA executives at Goldman Sachs in presentation and sales skills. In the 90s, Emily was instrumental in launching MTV for Latin America and other networks including Nickelodeon and E! Entertainment, HBO Latin America, and ultimately founding her own media company. Emily has been featured on the Miami Herald, Ocean Drive, Luxury Magazine, NBC6, and CBS, among others. So with that said, thank you so freaking much, Emily, for being here, baby. <laughs> thank you. It's good to be here. It's so freaking awesome. And I say freaking a lot because I'm just so excited and I cannot say the other F word. So <laughs> That's okay. I'm with you. Thank you so much for being here. I would love for you to share with us what is Miami Woman Who Rock about and how did you come up with that idea? Well, you know, I started it uh, 10 years ago. This is our 10 year anniversary and it is a platform that is about health and wellness. And we believe that if you rock your health, you rock the world. But we believe in empowering uh, women and educating them and acknowledging them. So we have the awards and we have a lot of different events. We have power hours. Um, we just had one last night that was on branding. So to support them in business and acknowledge them for all their achievements. That's pretty awesome. Uh According to your bio, you had a lot to do with MTV and Nickelodeon. Please, for the love of God, share with us what that was about. Well, MTV was incredibly exciting. I moved down from New York in 1993. It was a one-year assignment. I was going to launch MTV and then go back to New York, and um, I didn't, but incredible brand experience. I mean, uh, MTV basically said to me, you know, go ahead and, and develop all the advertising, and if you do this, we're going to make it really worth your while, and they did. And I went all over. I went to uh, Paris to call on L'Oreal. I went to Germany. I mean, I traveled the whole world, and um, sure enough, I doubled their Revenue, but I worked with a Fortune 500 companies. Incredible uh, experience that you know, and they, they took their brand very seriously. So um, I, you know, I'm very fortunate to have worked with uh, incredible, you know, from Goldman Sachs to to MTV uh, Latin America. I mean, I feel blessed. And then Nickelodeon, same thing. That's beautiful. And now you have your own business company and agency. What is that about? You're all over the place. <laughs> well, you know, I like to think I, I try to stay in one place, but I, that doesn't work very long, you know. So, so basically, I've taken my 25 years of marketing experience, advertising, and um, I really focus in on the branding and marketing side. And um, I'm a creative marketing strategist. Uh, a lot of times I come in and coach a client on their marketing and their branding. A lot of people think that a product is their brand. And, uh, you know, I number one, one I tell them it's not and you know the emotion and know your why Simon Sinek I mean that's why I love you so much because we speak the same language yes. and uh, we you know we get it and that's important to kind of share that with other companies I really love that because I really think that that's part of the conversation today on taking the lead and guiding people so in your own words what is your definition of leadership leadership is uh, unique and I, I believe it's community-based. I believe it is soulful. Um, I, I'm a leader. I'm a very different leader 
today than I was uh, 10 years ago. And I take it very seriously. You know, it's no longer about a race, you know, for the million dollars. It's about giving back, making sure that you leave a legacy of leadership and all the skills that represent that, you know, so that compassion and that, uh, that, that learning, you know, I'm, I'm really big on mentoring. I mean, last night I had one of the students who's been with me for probably the last six years and she's an FIU student. And um, it, it's, it's about growing and educating, empowering, and, um, and leaving a place better than, than when it started and, and leaving that legacy. Legacy is really important for you. It is. So what kind of impact do you, do you want to make? Like what, what is it that you want people to remember you by at the end of the day? At the end of the day, I feel that um, I am a, a fearless, uh, fit <laughs> uh, a female, you know, and, and I want to leave a legacy of health and wellness and empowering women, especially because I really feel that in the whole world of health care, uh, there's some there's some lack there of leadership and, and also uh, the ability to really um, grow women spiritually, emotionally, and financially. So I look at uh, business very holistically. You know, I used to look at it just like, okay, what was the bottom line? What was the money? But now I look at it as a whole entire process. So, you know, because I believe that um, especially uh, women in business, if they feel really good about themselves and feel really good about the world and know what impact they're having to contribute, then then it's a completely different contribution that they make to the world. I wanted to ask you, what was the one thing that kind of pushed you or inspired you or gave you that aha moment that you had to step into your into leadership? Um, I, I think, it, you know, there was someone who really inspired me, um, you know, someone who, who uh, was a, an amazing leader, um, that is Zubi. I mean, if I, I always say if I could be half the woman that she was to this community, I will have succeeded in life. Um, so revered, so respected uh, in the Smithsonian. I mean, she's a legend and uh, what she did for our community. So I think having witnessed that, really was an aha moment because it shifted my, well, you know, being in it maybe for the money, quite honestly, to being in it for the experience. And, uh, and, and that was a big shift. So, and, and that probably happened, you know, the biggest shift has been in the last five years. And then about Women Who Rock, what inspired you to create that movement? When I started, it was 10 years ago, and um, you know, it was a very difficult time in my life. And at one point, I felt like I was on top of the world and in private jets and going everywhere. And then all of a sudden, it felt like the boulder fell on me. And out of the rubble emerged a new woman, stronger than ever, um, you know, ready to be, to share it, uh, to be it, to live it. Um, you know, for a while I spoke it. You know, now I, I talk the talk and walk the walk, and you know, I really. I, I try to be that example of a woman who rocks and I have so many women that are really the winds, you know, beneath my wings, you know, women like you that I love and I learn. And I've also learned that I learn from so many women. It doesn't have anything to do with age. You know, they can be younger than me and I can learn and I adopt a learning attitude. That's really good because I think that that's something that leadership should be doing. You don't know everything. The I think like is that one thing that I've heard that if you are not like, I hate this word, like the dumbest person in the room, but if you want to learn and, and keep growing, you have to keep learning. So you have to surround yourself with people who are 
ahead of you, people who can show you a better way of doing things. And I think that true leadership includes that. People who are willing to kind of like take off their ego hat and, and just be themselves and learn. I love that. I think you're absolutely right. That that the maybe the wiser I get, I'm not gonna say older, but that humility is so important. And probably what was lacking very early on in my career, because I thought I knew it all. But um you're ab- that's a key factor. You just hit it right on the head. What programs, mentors, or book inspire you to become a better leader? Well, I have a lot of books right by my bed. And um, the, the one that, uh, that I really love is a Simon Sinek that Know Your Why, because what I've learned is that to be the best leader, I have to lead with my heart. And knowing my why and always being connected to why am I in this? Because it's really easy to get away from that is um, is really the most important thing as a leader. And I certainly love the Maxwell books. I mean, you know, I, I read a lot. Um, you know, Oprah, I'm a big fan. So anything that comes out of there and I take a look at the, the list and, you know, and I'm writing my own book. So it's important. Tell me about that. Tell me about your book. All right, so it's really exciting, and I'm going to take a lot of the lessons that I've learned. Um, the very first chapter is Every Stiletto Tells a Story, and it's my, my life story according and lessons according to shoes, which I'm a real fan of. But the other part is just how to get tapped in, tuned up, and turned on, and you know how to use all those lessons. And, and you know it's great inspiration on hope and fear and all those things that um, that you know if I had to tell a woman you know how to succeed in business, these are the easy, the Emily Zuby secrets to success. <laughs> the gospel, uh, you know, according to Zuby. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a lot of it. I know. My, my, it was so funny. My son was helping me edit on the way to Thailand. And when he saw, you know, how to get turned on, he goes, tell me you're not writing about sex. And I'm like, it's not a, a chapter you're going to edit. So. <laughs> but it's going to be there. So brace yourself. <laughs> when is this book? Um, when are you launching it? Or like, at least you have an idea when you're going to do that? Yes. November, December. We have the book signing um, I, uh, mid-December. So it's going to be on that. Congratulations. And so you kind of touched on something that I wanted to ask you next, and it was about struggle. What struggles have you faced through your journey to leadership? I've had several. I've had several personal struggles. Uh, and I've certainly, you know, management and people. And uh, I've had to really learn how to manage in a way that I want to be managed. I mean, I'm a very hands-off, you know, I'm, I'm best as a leader because I don't like to be managed. So sometimes uh, that's really hard to translate because some people really do want a lot more uh, direction. So, you know, trying to see that, you know, different strokes for different folks, different, different, some people want, you know, that hands-on, some people don't. So, uh, you know, changing your management skills accordingly, I think is really important. And, and that was a struggle for me early on. And I'm a big vision person. So, you know, when I had my big business and went on Wall Street and raised all this money, you know, I can, I can get ahead of myself. So, you know, I'm learning pace, you know, it's not, it's not a finish line, it's, It doesn't happen, you know, like that. It doesn't happen like that. I, but I used to be like, yeah, you know, it's like, let me, let me. And I wait enough, you know, like the hours <laughs> passing by. Yes. You mentioned a little earlier about something that I, I want to kind of like touch on, and it's about being soulful. Because I think that part of what Leaders with a Mission is, is 
kind of honoring leadership through the people who we served and the people who we have worked with in the past. And kind of one of the you know common characteristics is soulfulness. How have you seen this transition in your journey? Because you mentioned like before I was, you know, I was very driven to, you know, to results and money. And through the time that I've been going through this journey, I've learned to be more soulful. How do you, how can you tell me about that? What can you tell me about that? Well, I think the journey there, uh, I start my day, I have a routine. I get up at four, between four and 4.30. And the very first thing I do is quiet my mind. Uh, I meditate. And that's been really helpful in, um, in developing my soul because I let it in. And then I go for a run, I pray. I, you know, I, they're about, you know, it's about a, an hour and a half routine that before I even speak with anyone out in the business world i've already done that work and that makes a shift in my energy and and it makes me a better person so by the time i get on that first phone call i've taken care of me and um and i'm gonna spread love and and you know and compassion and it's a very different approach than than before but and being soulful and you know like i said to you before in terms of leaving a legacy it's like i want someone to hang up the phone and say wow that was a great conversation that felt good (laughs) Good. <laughs> sure. That's really awesome. What, what do you think is that one ingredient that people need to focus on to be successful? I would say love. I think that love is the most uh, important ingredient to success. Love, one, for yourself, for other people, for humanity, for what you do, if you don't if you don't love what you do, then you don't belong in it. And to spread love, you know, like uh, you know, I sign off when I, I do events, and the first you know last thing I say is like, you know, spread love, peace out. <laughs> and that's you know, it's, it may sound a little you know, hokey, but it's it's where I'm at. It's true. It's authentic. It comes from within. It does. It's all about energy, and it's like positive vibes uh, equals a positive life. And and if you're known for that, then you know people kind of start to treat you the way you what you project. I mean, I believe that that it's a transference of energy. And you know, if I come to you with a smile, and you know, so you were talking about the why. What is your why, and what what is the mission that you have? to with all the things that you're doing because you have your own agency you have you know women who rock you have the book you have so many things in your plate right now but ultimately what is the big north star what is your why my why uh it goes back to leaving the legacy uh to 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 empower people and know that they can believe in themselves uh, growing up, I didn't have a lot of role models. I mean, I was a Latin female, and quite honestly, I, it was really hard to admit that at times. So my why is to empower every Latina out there, you know, to go get that college degree, to not take no for an answer, to be independent, to uh, educate and empower, and, and you know, for all women. But definitely, um, my, my North Star is to let um, someone out there who maybe doubts that they can, let them know that they not only can, but they will. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Subi, for being here. Thank you. I Thank love you, you. For, for, you know, being part of this whole project that I'm working on. Thank you for trusting in us with your video projects. And for those of you who would like to learn a little bit more about Subi, I would like to invite you to follow her. Where can they find you, Subi? 
Okay, so you can find me on Instagram with um, Miami Women Who Rock, on Twitter, Women Who Rock, and on Facebook, we have a page, and also on LinkedIn, Emily Zuby on LinkedIn. Beautiful. And if you're a leader in your industry or you would like to position your brand as a leader in your industry, I invite you to visit us at fourproductions.com where if you subscribe, you'll receive weekly tools and updates on how to use video to position your brand as a leader in your industry. Till next time.